Welcome to Marketing for a Digital World, a podcast series introducing students to a variety of marketing professionals as they share practical career advice, examples, and stories from their careers to help students deepen their understanding of foundational marketing theory and practice. These episodes are hosted by British Columbia Institute of Technology professor Tracy Renzullo and are a key feature within the new interactive textbook of the same name authored by Scott Erickson the Charles A. Dana Professor and Chair of Marketing in the School of Business at Ithaca College. New podcast episodes are available for free each week during the 2022-23 academic year, providing listeners with thought-provoking and movement-enabling content that can be absorbed on the bus, at the gym, or walking between classes. Marketing for a Digital World is produced by Flip Learning, a publisher of exciting new books for undergraduates, authored exclusively by professors who have won major teaching awards. For more information about this new introductory marketing textbook, as well as our other titles, please click the link or go to fliplearning.com. Now, another thing, Pim, I wanted to ask you about, in all these product ventures that you've been involved in, obviously price is a big factor. Like, where do you even start when you're thinking about a new product or a product that you're going to be bringing into the market that competes against something that's existing out there. What do you consider when you're thinking about how to set a price? What's involved in that? So if you are two schools, if you are coming up with something new and making your own lane kind of thing and like a cut buddy type of type of aspect, then what you, in terms of how to set price, it's to understand how much is my how much are your expenses? So how much does it cost to make this? Um, what are the shipping transportation costs to it? What are the advertising and marketing costs to it? Um, what is what are just all the types of costs that go into saying that now we have this product? And then from there, um, Give yourself a margin of saying, do you want, how much do you want? And then that's the question. How much do you want to make? How much do you want to make on each type of product that you get sold? Uh, and so typically they say it's a 2080. So uh, 80% is your cost and 20% is what you get in terms of, in terms of the profit or anything like that. Um, but I mean, Tide does this, like all these, all these products, like if you go to a Walmart, like there, each shelf has a different price tier. And so then you have to ask yourself in terms of the, the marketing costs, stuff like that, what shelf do I want to be on? And you say, mean eye level, we talk about yeah. the eye level shelves are tend yeah. to be more expensive to sit mm-hmm. on. So you have to pay Walmart exactly these shelf fees in order to sit at a certain shelf yeah but you have to so if you know you got to pay walmart that then you got to build that back into your cost but does walmart want your price first like how does that process work uh well what so when you when you add a product into a store it's not so much about what the price of your product is it's what how when somebody buys the cup buddy and goes into the Walmart, Walmart's not saying that I want you to come in here to buy the cup buddy. No, they say, I want you to come in here to see all the other 
stuff that I have. So the Cup Buddy or whatever product that you have in terms of big box retail store, it's the entrance to say that, look at all what we all have to offer. And so now um, that lifetime value of the Cup Buddy starts to increase for the organization of Walmart because now we're bringing in new demographics. We're bringing in a new type of person that has a different buying and spending power. And so when you look to find partnerships in like big box retail store, it's not necessarily how much your product costs to get in to make this relationship work. It's what are you going with your product coming into my store? What other opportunities come about that your clientele, your specific clientele will go out and buy something else in my store, increasing the value of why my store exists. And that's, that's what's going on here. It's not, it's not to say that, oh, because the cup buddies in here, um, we can get, we can get this, this, this type of dollar amount from this organization. Now, it's to say that now you've just opened up my organization to a whole completely different clientele that has different, a whole set of different norms. Mm -hmm. However, they're coming to one specific place to get something. And now, because they're coming into this one specific place, what else can we show this, uh, this demographic? So that's interesting thinking about the Walmart. So we're saying that it's not just necessarily the price that's the most important factor in terms of coming up with the deal like somebody like a Walmart. Obviously, price is a big part of it, but Walmart places value on you bringing in a new demographic into the store to not just buy your product, but at the same time, then now they're exposed to everything else that Walmart has to offer. Exactly. Yeah. Now, Pima, when you're thinking about price, one more question around that is obviously, so the products in, in case, if we use the cup buddy, for example, it's sold through retail stores, but it's also sold direct to customers and then i don't know if you're still doing deals or if deals exist with influencers who are recording videos out there is there a, a a price conflict between direct sales versus say sales through walmart how do you um, navigate the price points in those different areas so price comes down to convenience and so what it if you go it all depends, like if you want, if you're more, if a customer is more inclined to say, hey, I do online shopping and I like this and it's more convenient for me, I'm going to, like, you have that price point um, within that kind of e-commerce kind of lane. And we'll work with like Amazon and everything to kind of establish that so that it kind of mimics, like there is some type of, baseline that says yeah well if you go there you go there you go there it's all going to be the same type of price um with walmart um it might be a different price just because of what they what they build into their shelving prices and everything like that so 
um, that really comes down to convenience and comes down to that how much in for this particular customer what is that convenience level and how much are they going to pay for that type of thing mm -hmm. and it i think it runs the gamut between uh, in terms of uh, the whole country but what i like is that we've worked with established players that have established a kind of price norm so that um you don't get price discrimination or anything like that going on uh it's kind of it's kind of similar based off of sales tax and, and everything like that for that state um this is kind of how that that's working uh and that's the other thing too when you go into different markets you play you you're paying different sales taxes mm -hmm. So each state has its own sales tax criteria and you have to abide by those, those kinds of criteria to keep in, keep in step with uh, state and federal uh, tax laws as well.